A Duff Said is brought to you by Sheldon Street Pizza. Visit them online at sheldonstreetpizza.com or stop by Sheldon's during your next trip to Lake Orion. Sheldon Street Pizza, the official pizza of A Duff Said. And by Fourth Coast Cider Works, quality craftsmanship, quality hard cider. You can check them out online at fourthcoastciderworks.com or come get a can or a howler at their Canterbury Village location. Not available for anyone under the age of 21. Please drink responsibly. Saginaw Valley State snapped a two-game losing streak this past Saturday. They beat down 8th-ranked Indianapolis 38-14 on homecoming weekend. The Cardinals are in action this Saturday. They travel to Wayne State. This week's conversation with head coach Ryan Brady starts now. How thrilled were you guys not only to snap a two-game losing streak, but to beat a top 10 ranked team in Division II in the process and by the margin that you guys did? Yeah, obviously it was a big win. Um, Indianapolis, I believe, in their last, dating back to 2018, is 44-6 and or something like that. So, I mean, it was obviously a big win. Um, They're a really good program. Um, you know, they're a, they're a playoff team year in and year out. And, um, but more importantly, you know, we were just, you know, pleased uh, that we played, you know, at our best. Um, and so we played a complete game, offense, defense, special teams. And uh, I was just very pleased with the approach and the mentality um, and the energy of our young men. How big was the crowd for you guys for homecoming? Yeah, it was great. We had great support. Um, it was a good crowd, chilly day. Um, but it was um, definitely, um, you know, uh, stands were full, and uh, they had a lot of energy and uh, great spirits for homecoming. Oh, that's all you can ask for when it's homecoming season. You always want that big crowd, even when it's cold outside. We did have a really chilly day this past weekend on Saturday, but the nice thing is the temps for your guys' trip to Detroit this weekend, uh, they're calling for temps in the 70s. Probably the last weekend that we're going to see weather like that for the rest of the season when you guys get that word that you're going to be playing outdoors in nice weather in the fall, does that do anything for you as far as preparation goes? Do you guys get a little more excited for that, or is that just something that you take as it comes? Well, selfishly, I've you know I'm smiling right now thinking about that, so I'm excited. I know our our kids are excited, and it's been a rough week um, weather-wise here. So, you know, we've been indoors um, most of this week. Um, in preparation um, because we're going to be playing in warm weather and it didn't make a lot of sense to go out and, you know, get the guys sick and, you know, um, struggle with, um, you know, handling the footballs and the wind and the rain and those kinds of things. Well, and you guys have such a tremendous indoor facility out there at Saginaw Valley State, and I'm glad that you guys were able to move indoors. I'm here in Metro Detroit right now, where here where I was situated in the Pontiac Auburn Hills area today, it looked like a snow globe out there. How's it been in Saginaw? We haven't seen much snow. It's been a few flurries. So um, the sun's out right now, and tomorrow's supposed to be sunny and 60, and it's supposed to be a great day. So uh, we're looking forward to that. And I'm sure you're excited for this weekend, uh, probably our last good weather weekend of the season. But let's get back to when you were playing in those cold, windy conditions this past Saturday against Indianapolis. This was another huge game for your defense. 
The Cardinal D in this one, Coach, created four turnovers and limited Indianapolis to just 14 points. Clearly, you guys were disrupting a lot of things that uh, they had hoped to do in this big road game for them. It was a huge test for them as well to come to your place. How pleased were you to get that kind of effort on that side of the ball from your defense? Yeah, we have a very um, you know athletic and physical defense, and uh, they played with great discipline, um, tackled extremely well, um, and then forced Indianapolis uh, to be one-dimensional. Um, and so we played really, we played really good complementary football. Um, you know, we started out with a big special teams play by Derek Tomlinson. Uh, he blocked a punt, scooped and scored, uh, which made it seven nothing right away. And and then offensively, we got going early, and uh, we just never looked back. It's always a big deal when a guy is able to get a scoop six. And Derek Thomason, like you said, he came up for you guys in a big way. That was early on in the game. And he complimented that scoop six with nine tackles and that huge special teams play. What can you tell me about that play and how did it develop where he was able to key in on the kicker and get that block and ultimately the touchdown? Yeah, we were we weren't really trying to block the kick. We were just trying to force the kick and um, you know, uh, Derek did exactly what he was coached to do. And, um, when you do what you're coached to do, then opportunities like that present themselves. And so he, you know, he bended the edge and, um, you know, got his hand out there and, um, you know, got a piece of the ball and then the ball bounced right in his lap and, you know, he took it in for six. And obviously that was a huge way to start the game. Um, and so that was a big play and, uh, he obviously had a very big day. How thrilled were you for him that he was able to make such a big impact and get that kind of play in front of the homecoming crowd. I'm sure they had to be really into that. That probably energized them. And just to see the smile on Derek's face when he took it into the end zone. Yeah, Derek's a great young man. I'm very glad to have him part of our program. So uh, it was obviously, um, you know, I think one of his uh, best games um, as a Cardinal. So definitely happy for him. Derek came over to your program from Grand Valley State. You got him from the other side of the state, big rival, and he decided he wanted to test his skills with your program. What kind of impact has he had on your team this year? Yeah, you know, Derek Derek um, is one of our best special teams players um, and obviously plays our strong safety position and plays that very well. Um, you know, he's very good in the pass game. Uh, he's a savvy, savvy football player. He's got great feel. Um, and great tangibles, um, really good ball skills. Uh, he was a corner in high school. Um, I remember him coming out of high school. He was one of the, the, the state's most highly sought uh, prospects. And so uh, definitely been a big addition to our program. Were you looking at him even then when he was one of the highly sought after recruits? Yeah, I, I was uh, coaching at Ferris at the time, but he was, he was an early commit and, you know, he got, he got plucked from the board really early. Um, and so, um, he was he, he definitely um he definitely was on everyone's radar obviously you knew about him and when you got that call that he wanted to come play for you what was going through your mind at that moment let's go <laughs> <laughs> i love it let's go man let's let's do this you know i mean obviously um you know he, he's he's a very likable kid he's very well liked um on his team he's very well liked by a lot of his former teammates so uh, it's cool to see those interactions um, with his former teammates whenever we play them. So um, that's just the kind of kind of young man that he is. So, And that's really what it's all about, is just having that camaraderie. Even if it's with somebody from the other team, you always have those relationships. You never let go of those. 
And that's just something that sometimes I think gets overlooked with football is especially at the college level when you see these guys, they play with somebody in high school and then they may be on opposite ends of the ball when they get to the college level, but they never let go of those relationships. I think that's something that people sometimes overlook is the relationships that you can build at the college football level. What is it like for you to see that develop with these kids as they make their way to the college game? Yeah, it's obviously, um, it's great to see. Um, it's what it's all, it's what it's all about, um, really. And so, you know, we spend a lot of time talking about that and trying to help our players understand how important, you know, building relationships are, you know, and that's, that's really ultimately, um, what you're going to take away, uh, when you're done playing football I and mean, what's going to remain, um, as time, uh, progresses is going to be, you know, the relationships with your teammates. Somebody said something that has stuck with me over the years when I first started this podcast about how you, you may win a state championship, you might win a college football championship or a conference championship, but ultimately it's a trophy that's going to collect dust over the years. But those relationships are what endures after you leave the program. That's what's really important. You've probably developed a lot of great relationships yourself. What do you value most about being a part of these kids' lives and building those relationships, knowing that they're going to come back and see you again someday and just reminisce about all the fun times that you had? Yeah, it's just cool to hear from guys, you know, after big wins or or after, you know, special moments in your personal life, you know, that the kids see on Facebook or, um, you know, our Snapchat or, you know, any of those things. So I, I hear from former players all the time. I actually... Uh, former teammates coming to um, you know, be with me uh, on Saturday um, for this game. So it's just, it's just really cool. Someone else who had a big performance for you on the defensive side was Nathan Talaki. He had a solid performance last Saturday. He got his first sack of the season, and he was able to uh, disrupt the Indianapolis offense, created two tackles for loss of yards. He had five and a half sacks last season. How thrilled was he to finally get his first of the season? Yeah, Nate's Nate's playing with a lot of confidence right now. He's playing his best football, um, and that's what we need from him right now. Um, so he's been very explosive, um, and he's got a lot of energy. Um, and our 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 players feed off of his energy. So when he's when he's hot, we're hot. And so right now he's he's playing on fire. Um, and he had a big game on Saturday. Speaking of sacks, uh, I was just looking at uh, some of the conference stats in the GLIAC. And you have a number of players right now in the top five in the category of sacks this season. Now, you don't have just one guy that's getting to the quarterback, but you have a handful of players that are able to bust through and make that play. What's it like for you to know that any one of these guys can have that ability? Yeah, that's huge. You know, we like to play a lot of guys on the defensive lines. So we rotate a lot of bodies. We keep them fresh. Um but yeah, you know, we, we got we got a lot of guys that can get to the quarterback and, um, you know, and to be a great defense, um, you know, that's a critical component. Um, you got to get after the passer, uh, especially at the college level. Um, you stop the run, you force teams to be one dimensional. Um, and when your offense has a lot of output, you know, and then you force people to play catch up, um, you've got to be able to get after the quarterback. And if you get after the quarterback, then obviously your secondary is going to have a lot of opportunities. And that's really what happened in the Indianapolis game was, you know, we put pressure on their quarterback. He threw it before he wanted to, and then that, that turned into interceptions. Just looking at what you guys did on offense in this game, Andrew Brito, your quarterback, he didn't have to do a whole lot in this game. All he did was just put points on the board. He had eight completions in this game, but three of those throws went for touchdowns, which 
it was more than enough to get you this win on Saturday. What was your reaction to his performance this past weekend? Yeah, you know, he, he probably left a few things out there. He's probably mad at the way he played. Um, you know, he, he did he did enough um, for us to, you know, put up put up a good number and, um, you know, get a W. Um, but, I mean, you're, you're playing a top a top 10 team. Um, their defense was legit, you know, and so it was it was tough um, running the ball and uh, they were very unpredictable. And so um, we knew that, you know, it was going to be a potential that, you know, if we were going to score and uh, that it was going to be big plays and they could come in bunches and there could be some times um, where things were kind of slow. And so uh, it kind of went just how we uh, anticipated it would. And so um, they were super aggressive. And when you're super aggressive, then, you know, you're, you're prone to give up the big play and, um, you know, I think we got a lot of big play kind of guys, and um, obviously that showed on Saturday. You've seen these guys on the field now for seven weeks. You're five and two at this point. How would you rate your offense at this particular moment? Yeah, we got to get better. You know, we got to continue to improve. Um, there's a lot that we can improve upon, and um, we've been working hard at those things this week. And so, you know, we want to continue to run the ball better, um, and that starts up front. And so our offensive line has had a great work week. Um, I think um, our offensive line coach did a really nice job identifying some areas we need to improve on and, and focusing on those areas. And so hopefully we're looking for a big result um, for those things on Saturday. Um, and then we got to just continue to stay engaged um, at a really high level um, and be really interested in, in wanting to be the best version of ourselves each day and, and try to play fast and and just know that we're trying to just get 1% better every day. So, um, you know, uh, I'm never satisfied um, with where we're at offensively and defensively. But, you know, I, I can tell, like, in practice, like our defensive unit is playing with a ton of confidence right now um, and playing at a really high level. Um, and this is the most um, most confidence I felt from our offense, um, you know, in a few weeks. And so um, playing in these, you know, these last three games has really, I think, prepared us for this home stretch. And who have been some of your biggest playmakers on offense? Has there been anybody that's really jumped out and surprised you, or have you really looked at the guys that you knew were going to be impactful for you and were going to make a huge difference this season? Has there been any, like, one particular guy that stood out, or do you have a number of guys that uh, you can really highlight on this offense? Yeah, we have a number of guys. We have great balance, so we, we're, we're fortunate we can spread it around. And, you know, so, we, you know, we have Derek Hinton, um, who had a big game last week, um, you know, and then Ernest Sanders and Jaris Grissom, you know, three guys that, you know, play on the outside that do a really nice job. And then Casey Williams is um, obviously a big play guy for us, you know, in the slot. And and then we got, you know, um, you know, three backs that really, um, you know, I think do a nice job. And so, um, you know, Burrito's just got to be a point guard and spread around to those guys. So uh, it's nice to, it's nice to have balance on offense and where defensive um, units can't uh, key in on one guy. I was looking at the GLIAC standings today. Grand Valley State, they had that huge win over Ferris State. You saw those two teams back-to-back. What did you make of the way that Grand Valley did to get that win over Ferris State? Yeah, it was a classic uh, rivalry matchup. You know, it came right down to the wire. Um, You know, it was one of those games you see on ESPN Classic because it was crazy at the end. You know, and that game could have went either way. Um, And so, um, you know, Grand Valley... um, you know, pulled it out. And, um, you know, a lot of credit goes to them for um, being resilient, you know, down 21 to 10 in the fourth quarter and finding a way to come back and win uh, on the road. So obviously that's a big win for them. 
Davenport is 3-0 in the GLIAC this season, and I believe they're undefeated right now as well. I, I got to be honest, I don't know a whole lot about Davenport. Are you surprised to see that they're currently undefeated and sitting right there with Grand Valley, or is this something that is kind of expected out of them every year? No, I'm not surprised at all. I know Coach McEwen very well. I coached with him for five years at Ferris State, and so he does a fantastic job. He's got a great staff, and um, they got a very talented team, and um, so I'm not surprised by that at all. Now, those two schools, Davenport and Grand Valley State, they will be meeting in the regular season finale in the GLIAC before the playoffs get underway in Division Two. And looking at your schedule right now, do you feel like there still is a path for your team to climb back in the race in the GLIAC, even though you have two losses in conference play? Uh, we like where we're at right now. Um, you know, really, we're just focused on Wayne State. Just it's just it's just one day at a time and one game at a time, and um, that's really where where our focus needs to be. About Wayne State, you face them in Detroit this weekend. The Warriors are one and six, and they have yet to pick up a win in the GLIAC. You guys are also looking for your first win in the GLIAC, looking at the standings. What have you seen from Wayne State, and what have you been able to analyze as far as what they've been able to accomplish thus far? Yeah, offensively, they're very, um, very good offensive team. A lot of yardage, a lot of output, uh, very good running the football. Um, they have a lot of talented players on both sides of the ball. Um, they've had a lot of close, close games. Um, you know, their record doesn't indicate how good they really are, so... Uh, this is going to be a big road game for us. Um, you know, we're their rival. Um, and so, um, obviously, um, you know, they're going to be excited that we're coming to town. And, um, you know, they've, they've, they've played, a, um, you know, they, they've, they've played with everybody that, um, that's on their schedule and has been right there. So this is definitely one you don't want to take for granted. I mean, obviously, it's not like you're playing a top 10 team like you have each of the last three weeks. Record-wise, it's a little bit different. But like you said, there's a lot of things that could have gone their way and could have made this record for them a whole lot different. What do you have to do in order to keep your team focused and not overlook them as you get ready to play Davenport next week? Yeah. And it's just, uh, it's just back to just um, focusing on us, you know, and that's what we did this week. And uh, the energy has been great. Um, the kids have practiced extremely hard. I think it's been maybe one of our best weeks of practice, but you know, we got to have a great day tomorrow and then Saturday, and we got to go out there and execute and put it together, you know. Um, but I, I like I like our approach. I like our energy, um, and I like our focus this week. So um, I think we're uh, going to be excited for opportunity. Aside from a road win this weekend, what are some things that you're really hoping to see out of your team? Yeah, I want to see them stay connected, you know, and really support each other and be happy for each other's success. And uh, I just want to see them continue to grow as a team and, um, you know, be excited about our team. Um, you know, I love when guys are, are doing what's best for the team um, and not worried about, you know, their touches or their reps or, or those kinds of things of that nature. So um, we've been really good with that um, throughout this season. And, um, you know, we're, we're excited after last week's win and, and getting back on track. And um, we like where we're standing um, right now. And um, so we're, we're, we're looking forward to Saturday. And I wish you all the best with that. He is head coach Ryan Brady of the Saginaw Valley State Cardinals. Saginaw Valley State is at Wayne State in downtown Detroit this Saturday. Great matchup in the GLIAC. Coach Brady, thank you so much for making the time this week. I really appreciate it. All the best to you and your guys. And enjoy that nice weather this weekend while we still have it.
Thanks, Duff. I will do that. Appreciate it. Would you like to hear more about Saginaw Valley State football? Then head to my website, aduffsaid.com. You can hear all of my conversations that I've had this season with head coach Ryan Brady just by going to the Podbean app, Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more on Saginaw Valley State football, be sure to look up my Facebook page, sports journalist Duff Tyler. You can also hit me up on Twitter. Just look for Duff Tyler. Until next time, I am Duff Tyler, and I am reminding you that if Duff said it, it must be true, because that's what a Duff said. Duff said.